My cheating husband got my best friend pregnant twice. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. Yesterday, I received a call from my best friend Amy's husband, Paul, claiming my husband was the father of her four-year-old daughter, Kim. He said they got into an argument and she blurted out that Kim isn't his daughter and that Kim regularly spends time with her real dad, my husband. He snooped around and found out her dad was my husband. I'm so shocked and angry, I don't know what to do. Paul claims he has evidence of their ongoing long-term affair, and he'd like to meet up with me to show me it. I don't know if I should go. He wants me to meet him alone at his house. A part of me wishes he'd never told me. I asked him to send me something over text, because I honestly didn't believe him, and he sent me a blurry video of Amy having sex with someone. She was moaning my husband's name, but you couldn't really tell if it was him in it because it was so dark. He sent me a few texts between them too. I wish I could unread them. I feel numb and sick. I haven't confronted my husband yet. I don't even have the energy to do that. He noticed something was off when he got home and asked me if I was okay, but I just shrugged it off and told him I was going to sleep. He decided to work from home today because he was worried I wasn't feeling well. I wish he hadn't. To make things worse, me and Amy are both pregnant. I'm five months and she's seven months. Paul claims that the baby is also my husband's. He said he was planning on suing my husband for all of the money he spent raising his child and Amy was planning to put him on child support. He said he was warning me in advance so I could apply before her. They're going to get a divorce. I just can't believe he would do this. I'm just hoping Paul will text me saying it was all a joke. Amy keeps texting me telling me she's sorry. I've ignored her so far, but I want to rage at her. I don't know what I'm going to do if we get a divorce. I don't think I can raise my baby alone. I feel dumb for posting this, but I have no idea what I should do. Should I just pretend I don't know? Oh no, I'm so sorry this is happening. Well, first things first, you need to sit down and confront your husband. You need that clarity. And whether he's going to admit it or not, you need to at least ask him and see what his reaction is. If he says no and you really feel like he's lying, I don't know. You can look into a personal investigator maybe and try and get some proof. If it turns out that it is really happening, just get a divorce, move on with your life. Family or someone will help you take care of the baby. You don't need to worry about that. Don't stay stuck in a relationship where you're not being appreciated and valued. I'm going to HR because I think the nickname my colleagues gave me is just straight up harassment. Long story short, I'm a nurse at a hospital and I go to different floors as my job to help out. I have a pretty common name. Think Jessica or Amanda. There are several nurses with my name throughout the hospital and sometimes multiple on the same floor. Today, I was working on a hall with a new nurse who didn't know me yet. She commented on how it was weird that this floor had three Jessicas on it. She asked me which one I was. I guess she thought I just worked on that floor and I told her my last name. Then she asked if I knew the Jessica with the nipples that worked on float pool. The charge nurse was nearby and I noticed her eyes get kind of big and she looked nervous all of a sudden. 
I was confused for a moment because I'd never heard this description, and as far as I knew, I was the only Jessica in Floatpool. It dawned on me that she was referring to me without knowing I am, apparently, Jessica with the nipples. I guess this was just a known thing about me? Because that nurse avoided me like the plague all day, and so did everyone else. The charge nurse tried to make it into a joke with me at lunch, and I laughed to hide my embarrassment, but I'm mortified. I had noticed my nipples sparingly in the bathroom mirror and thought it was just a rare thing when cold. I guess my nipples show through my sports bra and scrubs on a regular enough basis that it's become my secret identifier. I told a friend I was thinking about going to HR about this, but they said it was obviously a harmless identifier that I was never supposed to find out about, so it should have been no harm no foul. Same as Jessica with the red hair or something like that. I feel it's not harmless though to use an identifier that's so embarrassing and made me the butt of jokes. I think I could be the jerk because I don't know what HR would do and what if it's too extreme. I don't want anyone to be fired. If you don't want anyone to be fired and you just want the nicknames to stop, I would just address it. Up till now, you've been very passive with the people who are actually calling you this nickname. Just say, hey, I don't like that. Please don't do that. Even when I'm not around, don't call me by that. I'm sure they'll quickly be able to find another form of Jessica to call you. No harm done, no HR involved, no one loses their job. Because honestly, I don't think your colleagues are doing it with any kind of sexual connotation or harassment intended. But maybe I'm wrong. My company refuses to let me resign early despite the fact that there's nothing for me to do anymore. Okay, I'll take your money. Last month, my manager drops a bombshell. The company has decided to scrap the big project that my team has been working on for the past two years. We must wrap up everything and starting from June, we'll all be moved to different teams. Now, I'm a data analyst and the company doesn't have any open projects that require a data analyst. So they looked at my profile, saw I had some basic knowledge of programming and decided to move me to the dev team. Both me and the dev team think it's an insane idea because I'll need lots of training before I become useful and I don't even want to be a full-time dev. But upper management hasn't bothered to ask for our opinion before making all the arrangements. I immediately start looking for a new job and as luck would have it, there's an extremely high request for data analysts in my area. Within a week, I have an offer in hand and I give my notice. I'm in the EU and my contract is very strict regarding notice period. A resigning employee must give two months notice. This is entirely for the benefit of the company so that they can find a replacement. The same applies when a company fires an employee. They must give the employee two months notice. However, it's possible to shorten the notice period by mutual agreement. So when I sit down with my manager in HR, I tell them I'd like to only give two weeks notice and leave at the end of May. I tell them that I've already started wrapping up my activities before my move to the dev team, and I don't have any ongoing projects that I need to transfer to my colleagues. So two weeks is more than enough to finish documenting everything. They say absolutely no, I have to stay here for the entire two month period, which is fine by me. My new job doesn't start until August, and I don't mind being paid in the meantime. The only reason I suggested shortening the notice period was because I thought I was doing the company a favor. 
I thought I'd be stealing their paycheck if I stayed for two months, even though I don't have anything left to do. But since they pretty much told me I was being unprofessional or that I was trying to cut and run, okay, I'll take their money in exchange for sitting around doing nothing for a few more weeks. You may think, but original poster, they're going to find some boring task for you. Well, they can try, but the projects they're working on are so different from what I do that I'm pretty much useless to them. For example, someone will ask, can you do XYZ? And I'll honestly answer, I have no idea what XYZ even is, but I'd be happy to if you teach me. At that point, they'll say it would take too long and it's not worth it to train me since I'm leaving soon. So my working days now go like this. I show up at 9am sharp and go to my office where I'm the only person, since the others were moved to different teams. I have a leisurely second breakfast, check my email, then I send a message to our teams group letting them know I'm free and to ask me if they need help with anything. Then I remote into my home PC and play games until lunchtime. I have lunch, coffee, and chat with my coworkers. They're quite nice. It's too bad that upper management is crazy. I'm gonna miss them. In the afternoon, I usually check Reddit, I chat with my friends if they're online, play a bit more, and I'm out the door at 5pm. By the way, they like for me to vacate the office so they can use it as a meeting room, but they can't until I leave. There are no empty desks anywhere. The dev team already hired someone else and has no space. So, tough luck, jerks. It almost feels like your company is trying to make an example of you or something by not letting you leave early. It seems very clear to you and everyone else around you that there's no reason for you to be there anymore. But hey, if they want to keep paying you for a few weeks until you start your new job, why not? I love to get paid to just sit around and do whatever I want from 9 to 5. This seems like a really stupid move on their part, but hey, I guess that's their prerogative. I reported my stepsister for bullying, and now she might be expelled from school. Here's the situation at hand. My stepsister, 17-year-old female, has been bullying this girl in our grade, Mia. Mia is a very shy person. We were never friends, but were friendly until the bullying started, and then Mia withdrew from everyone. I found out about the bullying over a month ago. People described it as not real bullying, but my stepsister has called her names and told her she doesn't deserve friends. I found a written note telling Mia this. I was ticked. My stepsister and I have never had a good relationship, always fighting, but I never figured she was an actual bully, just someone who got on my frickin' nerves. I ended up going to Mia's parents with what I knew and the evidence of the bullying, and now it's been brought up with the school and Mia's parents want my stepsister expelled. My dad is ticked. He said it was so unbelievably petty and mean-spirited to go to the girl's parents over sibling issues. I told my dad nothing between us would ever be sibling issues, because we're not siblings, and my siblings, younger brother and sister, would never do that to another person. My stepsister has been suspended right now, but it looks like she'll be expelled Thursday when the big meeting happens. My dad's wife is freaking out, and so are my stepbrothers. With the exception of my siblings, everyone seems to think I'm wrong for what I did, for not at least talking to my stepsister first. I feel like going to Mia's parents was the right call because of how serious bullying can be for the person being bullied, and even calling someone names can cut a person really deep, but I never expected this kind of reaction. Life at home is very awkward right now. Am I the jerk? 
It's pretty clear the jerk in this story is your stepsister, but let's analyze your actions here. I do agree that a conversation with your stepsister could have happened first before throwing her under the bus, but I would understand why you might not want to be directly involved and would rather just she be held accountable for her actions. Because at the end of the day, her actions are not okay. What she's doing is bullying. Expulsion sounds a little extreme, but it's definitely behavior that needs to be addressed. Entitled woman asks me a horrible question and gets insulted when I fire back. I'm happily married to a gay man, and yesterday, my husband and I were at a friend's house celebrating their birthday. At the end of the party, a small group of people were sitting around the fire talking crap when a woman who, I don't know, friend of a friend type thing, asked me and my husband straight to our faces, so do you like being screwed up the butt or is that your husband? And before all of you ask, no, she wasn't drunk. She was the designated driver. I replied, do you like to screw on all fours or on your back? She got mad and stormed off calling me a jerk. At the time, everyone there laughed. Most were drunk. But the woman was my friend's girlfriend's relative of something, and now he and his girlfriend are getting some backlash. He's mad at me now, because even though what she said was offensive, I didn't need to stoop to her level. I'm starting to feel bad about it. The last thing I wanted was to cause trouble for my friend. So, am I the jerk? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Honestly, she asked you an incredibly offensive question. She can't really be surprised if you fire back, and her reaction to your question is probably the same as your reaction to hers. Really just a taste of your own medicine situation. There's no way she can make this into a big deal without looking like an even bigger jerk for asking her initial question first. My daughter refuses to talk to me, so I refuse to pay her tuition. I, 45-year-old male, decided to stop paying my 19-year-old daughter's college tuition after she blocked me basically everywhere and won't talk to me. This started about two years ago, when I found out my then ex-wife, Bertha, 44, had an emotional affair and was kissing someone else. My ex and my daughter were really close. She was her only daughter while we had two younger sons. Though the divorce 
did change our relationship, I was still on good terms with my daughter. A couple months after that whole mess, one of my friends, Stacy, 31, was really there for me the whole time, and we decided to get together. I don't think our relationship is wrong. We're both over 30 and actual adults. Once again, we were mostly cordial still, though I'm pretty sure my ex had made some nasty remarks. Life went on until recently Stacy figured out she was pregnant. I do realize I'm older than the average dad, but once again, I don't think I did anything wrong. I also proposed to her because I do genuinely love her. My sons were entirely supportive and actually pretty excited when I told them. My daughter, on the other hand, got super mad, and presumably this is what led to the blocking silent treatment. All of this happened during December. Stacy gave birth two weeks ago, and we're talking about cutting my daughter's tuition for next year because she hasn't been at any family functions and hasn't talked to me since January. She figured it out through her college portal and got really mad once again. She talked about how I was marrying a person so much younger than me and so forth. It's like she only wants me for my money and doesn't want anything to do with me. Am I being the jerk here? It sounds like your daughter's having a hard time adjusting to your new relationship. She's not really even giving it a chance, which isn't fair to you or your soon-to-be wife. And she can't be surprised that if she's going to completely ghost you, that you're not going to continue to pay thousands of dollars for her to go to school. There is kind of an unwritten minimum social obligation here. And considering you really didn't do anything wrong, it's up to your daughter to try and mend that bridge. We don't choose who we love. You happen to fall in love with someone who's more than a couple years younger than you, but I still think it's perfectly okay. You're both consenting adults. Do what you want with your own life. I told my sister nothing she ever does is more important than my wife's school. My wife decided earlier this year she wanted to get a master's degree in business. She's been working full-time and attending school part-time on nights and weekends. She's taking summer classes so she can graduate sooner. One evening, when I wasn't home from work, my sister, a single mother who lives with my parents, came by unannounced and just dropped off her kids, six-year-old male and three-year-old female, because she had something to do. My wife was flustered because she was trying to get a mini paper done, and my sister said, F you, here are my kids, and left. I left work early and took the kids back to my parents, and I found out my sister had a random meetup with her best friends because her friend got dumped. She thought this was important enough to disrupt my wife. We argued over how irresponsible my sister is, and I told her, nothing you ever do in your life will be as important as my wife's school or career. My sister started crying about how I was being so unfair to her. It's hard for her as a single mom at her age. I told her, you made that mistake twice and thought everyone would help you. I'm not, and my wife's not. Raise your own kids. This made my sister cry harder, and my mom kicked me out of the house for disrespecting my sister and her children. This whole thing could have been avoided if my sister didn't act entitled to think she could just drop off her kids in the first place. Am I the jerk here? While I do think it's definitely a jerk move that she just drops off her kids and assume that you guys have free time and will babysit, I do think you came back a little hard on this one. You probably pushed a couple of buttons that were very personal. I think that what you said was completely unfair and unnecessary. You were being a jerk, even though she might have pulled a bit of a jerk move first. I gave my fiancé's daughter the same present for her birthday that she gave me for mine. Nothing. 
Here's some background. I have dated a woman with three kids for four years at this point in time. I'm 32 and she's 42. The kids are not mine. Her kids are currently 22, 19, and 17. They all live at home. The oldest are girls and the youngest is a boy. I own a construction company and she owns a nail salon and we're both financially stable. They idolize their dad that is basically non-existent in their lives. However, they hate me. Now the rant. I love the woman I'm with and have had, depending on your definition, a very successful dating life prior to meeting her. Due to her kids' ages and my age difference with her, prior to us getting serious, we did discuss the kids in parenting. To that end, I've been very committed to always be there for them and doing my best with anything they need. Despite this, over time, the family I wanted has basically broken down to the point where myself and her children don't interact in any fashion. My casual suggestions of having a movie night or game night once a week where we all sit down and talk has fallen on deaf ears. Instead, my fiance insists that as long as I treat her good, not to bother or worry about how her children view me or our relationship and to simply be nice and say hello and things when our paths do cross, which I've done to 10,000 blank stares and no replies whatsoever. But I digress. When we first got together up until last year, I set a budget of $300 per kid for birthday and Christmas presents and for four years bought the kids nice and thought out gifts or just gave cash. Last December, my business was slow and while I did keep to my budget for them, it was especially hard with the household bills and the gifts for parents and siblings. Nonetheless, I sacrificed and went without because that's what dads do, right? Imagine my surprise when collectively the gift I received from the kids in return was a stick of deodorant with a fancy note saying, this is deodorant, it makes you smell good, use it often. My fiance thought it was hilarious, if not in poor taste, and I laughed it off, not expecting anything in the first place. Fast forward, my birthday is in May. One child out of three said happy birthday to me, and none gave me a gift. Fast forward again, it's her daughter's birthday who just turned 13 last week. She was one of the two that neither wished me a happy birthday or gave me a gift, so I, in kind, did the same. Now, my fiancé is mad at me and is calling me petty and childish. Before you judge me too harshly, we had a party for her in which I spent two days and stayed home from work to help with. I just literally didn't say one word to her daughter the entire day or give her anything. Finally, the conclusion. I air to you, Reddit, in your wisdom. Am I the jerk? Please tell me why or why not. For the record, her son was the one who wished me a happy birthday, and I am planning on giving him a gift in October. In my opinion, what goes around comes around. If they're not going to give you anything for your birthday and barely even acknowledge your existence, why would they expect anything in return? It seems to me that's the entitled thinking right there. I do agree that on the outside looking in, it could seem petty, but I completely understand where our original poster is coming from here. They don't feel respected or appreciated, so why are they going to go out of their way for you? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.